Hi there. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and this is The Art of Spiritual Sleep. It is our premiere episode, and we are truly excited to be here. Who is the we? I am joined and will be joined each week by the Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert extraordinaire, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. Hi, Wendy. It's great to be here. I'm really excited. I'm really excited, too. And each week, we will be coming to you with so much amazing information about the art of spiritual sleep. You know, sleep is important. We all know that. But did you know that sleep is even more important to your spiritual work? Each week, we're going to cover a topic. Um, Mordecai is going to go into depth about how to not only have better sleep, have better dreams, but to use sleep as a spiritual tool in your day-to-day -day life. At the end, you're not going to want to go away because at the end of every show, Mordecai is going to do a feature about dream symbols. So every week you're going to get a new dream symbol. And at the end of the show, you're going to get something, something to sleep on, which will be a tip or a meditation or something extra you can do to improve your sleep and your dreams. So this week's episode, we wanted to launch with a question. It's a burning question, Mordecai. Who really cares about dreams anyway? Well, it's a good question. And uh, we can start actually with the thought, with the understanding that really like third of our lives, I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, as Taurus, I love to sleep. So let's say third of our lives, but even if it's not third, maybe it's not eight hours, maybe it's seven hours or six hours or five hours. I mean, some people also think that sleep is something that is a waste of time, uh, that something that is really, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I have to do something. So the less I sleep, the better. But at the end of the day, what we want to connect with is the idea that we have here, let's say 25%, 30% of time that can be used in so many productive ways. Um, I'll just give a few examples. You can uh, set goals before you go to sleep that you will accomplish while you're asleep with your dreams. So in the morning, you can harness all those amazing seeds that you have planted. Uh, you can... Right there. Are you telling yeah, me right. <laughs> I could actually be doing work? Like I could be yes. solving my problems? Absolutely. You know, I remember my teacher, Avberg, said in different times, when I have a challenge or when someone presents me with a challenge and I don't have a simple answer, which it's supposed to be simple. We complicate things, but it's supposed to be simple. The Rav, Ravberg, my teacher would say, let me sleep on it. What is this expression? Let me sleep on it. We understand from the Kabbalist that while we're asleep, we are not limited by so many things. We can accomplish so many things. I mean, so many times uh, people have uh, dreams and they can swear, oh my God, this dream, oh, it took me like at least an hour and I've been to so many places. We are not limited by time, by space, by motion. We can do the ultimate multitasking while we're asleep. You can wake up with the clarity on what you needed to do because you are busy and you're attached to how you want it and when you want it. 
And when you actually released it by going to sleep, you got the answer. So the idea of let me sleep on it, even our mind, we know scientifically that our brain works six to seven times faster when we are asleep. So who knows, maybe when we are sleeping, it's actually the real reality, when we are really hyper, when we are really active. And it's funny, I just got a message today, before uh, this session, from one of my colleagues, that she gave me a Kabbalistic uh, quote from one of the amazing Kabbalists, one of the books, that shows and it explains why a heartbeat is going up when we are asleep. So there's also a spiritual understanding to that. So if the heartbeat goes up, also the brain waves go up, everything is so much more than the reality that we are awake. I mean, who knows, maybe now that we are awake, we're actually asleep compared to the reality that we are, that we are sleeping. That sounds like it. You know, you've mentioned, and as this is our premiere episode, um, you mentioned Rob Berg. We're talking about the fact that you're a Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert. You know, there's so many um, scientific studies about sleep and dream. Many psychologists have um, offered up so much information. Can you tell us a little bit about why a what is Kabbalah a little bit? and Rob Berg, just so everybody knows, but also how does Kabbalah, which is an ancient wisdom, I know you're going to share with us, but how does Kabbalah, and why does Kabbalah worry about sleep and dreams for that matter? Right, beautiful, beautiful. So um, I would say, first of all, in a nutshell, because this is a wisdom of like 4,000, 5,000 years old, in a nutshell, Kabbalah comes from the word to receive in Hebrew. Receiving what? Receiving more from what life has to offer. And it offers you different concepts and also practical things that you can apply. Meditations, different mantras, different mindsets that allow you to receive more from what life has to offer. And the Kabbalists, especially the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah. And again, there are different Kabbalists that refer to the idea of dreams, the idea of sleep. Why did they give this so much focus? Because they realized the potential that exists within this metaphysical reality when we go to sleep, when a big part of our soul is leaving our body. I mean, try to wake up someone that is in deep sleep. I mean, come on, you know, that's it's almost like they're episode, dead. Right? My, my soul's leaving? That's a future episode. Yeah, that's a future <laughs> episode. But, but again, the idea is that there's so much potential. There's so much you can do. You can go to sleep, and again, we're going to share with you throughout the different episodes, different meditations and techniques. You, you probably won't be even using 10% of what we offer. And still, you, the Kabbalists knew this is a gold mine. It's right under our nose. And there's so much that we can achieve. Answers and guidance and clarity. We can achieve spiritual growth. And I wanted to show with you, actually, I explored it uh, yesterday in a different set of Kabbalistic writings, and uh, I thought it's a great opportunity to share it today, that the Kabbalists experienced in their sleep what we might call super learning. Because the mind goes into a stage, the brain goes into a stage six, seven times walking faster, it's like a computer, 
the Kabbalists use this time of the unlimited to study for the soul to achieve spiritual elevation, understandings and study, and some of the Kabbalists achieved, like the great Kabbalist Rav Isaac Luria achieved levels of spiritual understandings in five minutes, ten minutes of sleep, what will take people 70 years to study. 70 years straight study, no shower, no food, no sleep. This is amazing. This is why they invested in so much, because this is the real deal. I mean, can you imagine that? You take a nap for five or 10 minutes and you get 70 years worth of knowledge. Who wouldn't want Absolutely. to do that? But I want yeah, to ask you a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. No, I'm just thinking, you know, like uh, also in terms of uh, the different um, waves, and we'll talk about it in another episode, but the different brain waves that, uh, that we operate on. And we know the children until, uh, this is scientific as well, uh, you can read more about it in the book Biology of Belief by uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. He speaks about the different waves according to the age, the brain waves. And until the age of seven, we are in a certain brain wave that is uh, um, actually corresponding to the time before, just before we're about to go to sleep. And that's the time we download our belief systems. We download this uh, up to the age of seven, we download the major of our belief systems and subconscious. What we deal with in the wisdom of Kabbalah is even above the subconscious. We reach those levels through the sleep, through the dreams, where you can ingrain within your soul, create a spiritual imprint that will shift your future through the present, that will shift your week, your, your sh shift your days, shift your, the times that you are awake. You know, it's so amazing because you think about how many people, including myself, that like if I sleep too much, I think I'm being lazy, right? <laughs> if I no yeah. seriously, or I have so many dreams I can't even. Why is it? That's actually the question I really want to ask. We have so many dreams in the middle of the night. Like I'm sure I probably have, if, even if I can remember them, maybe two or three, probably more. Why is it so hard to capture that? Why is it so hard to grab onto the dreams and remember it if they are so important? If we need it spiritually so much, why is it so hard? I think maybe because uh, many of us switched throughout the years from being human beings learning to be and we became human doings. Hmm. We're so busy with doing and uh, we might be even thinking, we might have a belief system that we're not good enough or I'm not doing enough because I'm not and I'm not good enough because I'm not doing enough. And all this race of life that we, in many ways, stop learning, stop being, that causes this race to uh, achieve a certain level when you go to sleep, that first, uh, you know, the soul is really <laughs> tired from the whole day of like racing, racing, racing. And of course, there's positive thing to productivity and it's important. But it's also important to learn to be, to be in the present, to be being, to know that I'm good enough just by being. So for those that are more gravitating towards the doing rather than the being, they find themselves many times in the beginning of their sleep, 
they need to clear all this extra baggage. So by the time they already reach the higher levels when they can get a dream, uh, there's not enough time and they need to wake up. So also throughout the day, it's also, it's up to, and we'll speak about it in a future episode, it's also about where are you investing more? Like, what are you investing your energy in? So, yes, it's true, the Kabbalists teach us that um, remembering your dreams is actually a good quality. It shows, it's a good quality, it shows that you are connected to your soul. You are connected to your being. And the fact that you uh, don't remember most of your dreams, by the way, everyone dreams. The fact that you might not remember it, it's a different story. But we can train you. And we also have a, a program of sleep coaching, Kabbalistic sleep coaching. And that's why we call this program The Art of Spiritual Sleep. Because we can train you. This is an art. And practice makes perfect. We can train you to remember your dreams. To ask a question before you go to sleep. To plant the seeds. So by the time you wake up, many doors will be opened up for you. But again, this is up to you. It's in your hands how much you're going to invest in it. But it's time for us, literally, it has double meaning, to wake up. To wake up to the reality and to the understanding that there's so much waiting for us. And we just hit the pillow and go to sleep. Yeah, I mean, it seems, sometimes it even seems like a chore. Sometimes we fight it. You know, I, I think about even my own eight-year-old son who, you know, I don't want to go to bed. I want to stay up. I want to stay up. Like we, we yeah. almost fight against ourselves. And I think the, the, the thing that, you know, you've taught through the discussion, you've taught me through these discussions is that, that sleep is a spiritual tool. It's actually a tool. Like many of us today are working on spirituality. The world is moving in that direction where more people want to feel connected to spirituality and to use tools to help kind of elevate their consciousness. And I don't think many places talk about sleep as a place to elevate your consciousness, right? It, it's right, absolutely. It's not a normal thing. It's just unbelievable. You know, people are engaged. It's actually believable. People are engaged in meditations where the, one of the most, one of the deepest meditations is sleep. Animals in nature, they use earthing when they are wounded and they go to sleep. They hibernate so they can recover. So it's just, you can even send messages to people when you go to sleep, bypassing their ego, bypassing their rational mind. I can go to sleep and just before I go to sleep, using certain Kabbalistic techniques and meditations, I can send a message to my, uh, to my wife. I love you. I, this is what I want to give to you. I can send messages to my children. There's so many things that I can do. It's like untapped potential that is just waiting for us. It's not only the art of spiritual sleep, it's the potential of spiritual sleep. And I think that that's why what you're doing through these episodes is so amazing, is that we're going to awaken people to the idea that you, you can really use your sleep to your advantage in so many different ways. The potential... And, like and by the way, even, even more than that, right, even more than that, I can go to sleep... According to the Ari Ravai Zekloya, one of the greatest Kabbalists that ever walked on this planet, I can go to sleep with a certain level of my soul, and I can wake up the morning later with the next level of my soul. Forget about just the spiritual attainment. 
I can really go to my next level rather than live in the physical world. Like someone, a soul, a person needs to leave the physical world to die, to pass on, and maybe come in another body in this next level. A person can go to sleep and wake up with the next level of the soul. And I'll tell you even a secret. Even if someone is in a certain relationship, marriage, and um, it's not the best that they have dreamt of or that it could be, with specific spiritual work and with meditations and techniques, even uh, the person you are married to or your partner, you can go to sleep with them in the same bed and in the next morning, the next level of their soul, your soulmate, will be entering their body. Look, you're pulling, it, pulling people along with you, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be, yeah. As I'm lifting myself up, I'm lifting others as well. The Kabbalists say that it's part of our journey, it's part of our purpose. So obviously, based on what you've said today, we should all really care about sleep. And we're looking forward to many, many episodes to come where you're going to give us all of the information that we need in order to help, you know, create a better, okay, it's like this connection, better sleep, more clear dreams, better waking consciousness, right? And by the way, for me as well, and for you as well, if we inspire you, the ones who watch us, the ones who listen to us, to sleep better, to have more dreams and improve the quality of the dreams and to remember them, we also receive to our lives, this is our agenda, we receive to our lives better sleep and better dreams and everything that comes with it. So please, stay please tuned. I could use yeah. That. <laughs> All right, listen, we've come to the time when you are going to do the dream symbol feature. Uh, so Mordecai, what is the symbol for this week? So the symbol for this week is a house. Now, just to keep in mind, just to give us like uh, the pre-framing of this, of what we're doing, you know, in every language, there's a, a certain amount of words that are more commonly used. Like in English, I think it's around 1,500 words. It doesn't mean that you, if you know do, just those 1,500 words, you know English. There's always uh, more words that are, let's say, rarely used or less used. So we want to learn the language of dreams. And the language of dreams is through symbols. So every week we're going to cover one symbol that is more commonly used. We're going to use more the uh, absolute symbols, not necessarily symbols that have different many interpretations and it can be different from one dream into another. We want to use those that are more common and um, it's easy to relate to it because more are the chances that everyone will have the same meaning or a very similar meaning because it's considered to be an absolute symbol, a symbol that doesn't change according to the dreamer. Okay, so the idea of a, a house, it means, according to dream Kabbalistic dream interpretation, it means a vessel. A vessel in Kabbalah means our ability and this is what also the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, teaches us, our ability to receive, our ability to contain a specific energy. Let's say when we say someone is a vessel for a soulmate, it means they are ready. 
right? When the student is ready, the teacher appears. They are ready to receive the energy of soulmate, of someone as a vessel for $50 million, right? So this, they have the vessel for this business deal, for this trade to close and to be manifested. So when you dream about a house, it's an indication, can be a, a warning sign, can be also preparing you, can be also guiding you about the vessel. So for example, you dream that you're going into, you're moving into a new house. That means that you're going to your next level, that you're going to a new vessel. You're going to experience some changes, so embrace them. Enjoy the ride. If you are dreaming about a, a house that is new, but it's bigger, it's bigger. It's way bigger, it's like so big, you can't even, <laughs> I didn't even visit all the rooms. It means not only you're going to a new vessel, you're going to an expansion. You're going through an expansion, you're going to expand your vessel. You're going to go to your next level. If you're going to an old house, that means that this is something from your past. Maybe you're going to, you have a yearning, you have a yearning to go back to what it used to be. You are dwelling in the past. Maybe you're repeating a certain mistake of the past. Maybe it's a warning sign not to go back to what it used to be. And um, again, if a house is being built, that means you are building yourself. If a house is being burned, it means there's going to be an end of something. Or there's going to be um, a certain process of might seem to be destruction and you might want to consult with the Kabbalistic dream interpreter. Um, and again, the house is flooded, so it can be, water can be also blessings. So you can see and just replace the word house with vessel. And when you have the dream, just try to replace the word house with vessel and through this follow the interpretation. But just very quickly, I think it's important to note because you said something like a house is flooded. Many people would think that that's a negative and you turned it in, you didn't turn it in, but what you're saying is, is that it actually could be very, very positive. So I think it's important in the first episode to just remind people that the interpretation isn't it like the, the, the symbols in dreams, the language of dreams is not necessarily the same language as we use in this world. So, right. So it's many times, by the way, the opposite. We will learn later on many times what it seemed to be so bad. It's actually so good. Because those worlds are uh, the opposite, the physical and the metaphysical. Great. This is so exciting. I, I really can't wait for, for, to join you again in the next few episodes because there's so much to learn. So today, we want to give you something to sleep on. Um, what we want you to do is to share with us why you think dreams are important or how dreams work in your life. And where you can do this um, is in our social media accounts. On Facebook, you can find us as a group, The Art of Spiritual Sleep, and you can leave your comments there. Or you can go to Instagram, where you can find us at Art of Spiritual Sleep, with an underscore between all the words. So art underscore off underscore spiritual underscore sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. And uh, so please share with us your, your thoughts. Um, every week when we do offer other things to sleep on, those are the places that you'll be able to find it. Also, I wanted to let you know, or we wanted to let you know that if you do have any questions about a dream that you have had, 
or you want to ask Mordecai a question, Mordecai, how can people reach you um, to, for a dream interpretation or to ask you questions? So it's very simple. You can uh, email us at uh, dream or dreams at kabbalah.com, kabbalah, K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H.com. Uh, or again, you can uh, post a question through the Instagram, through um, uh, the Facebook group that we have, uh, Out of Spiritual Sleep. For joining us, everyone. Thank you, Mordecai, for your insight. Look for us. Thank you. And uh, we will see you soon. Yes, share, post, and let us know what you feel and what you think about why is it important for you to sleep and to dream. Thanks, everyone.